Welcome everybody. This is Rajshri Patel podcast on the innocent genius. We're talking about a lot of things when we say innocent genius. We're talking about beginner's mind, innocence as in childlike, innocence as in beginnings, and most importantly, coming from the unknown, the no sense place of taking choices, actions, and moving towards success, internal and external. And why today? As you know, I have actually two, four, six, seven people here, eight people as guests. And why today? Those of you who are with me here, you know, but it's a very special day. It's September 13th. I'm sitting in Los Angeles. And today, planets, the movement in the cosmos is something that hasn't actually happened in more than 300 years. And I'm not an astrologer, but then again, this topic and this podcast is about the innocent genius, meaning allowing ourselves to trust from that intuitive, creative space. And so though I'm not an astrologer, what I do know is six major planets are occupying their own position, what is called their own house. So the moon is in its own house, Saturn is in its own house, and so on. And what that does is it brings a particular energy, vibe on the planet. Everything is a vibe, whether we know it or not. It's not our words. It's not how we look only that conveys who we are and our presence, but our vibe arrives far earlier, you know, first impressions, as we say. It arrives far earlier than we actually do physically in word or in form. So these planets, which are occupying their own space, their own house, create a moment where anything new begun, when the sun is at its highest point in your local region, brings a lot of reward, a lot of gain, a lot of auspiciousness. And so the intention of this podcast is that it brings peace and harmony and transformation to millions of people out there who really, especially in this time, given COVID, given what's happening the last six months, we've all somehow not only become socially distant, but internally in some way or another are going through disconnection within ourselves, within our own dreams and directions and where am I really headed? And of course, there's the other side. Many of us have also connected to our family, our friends, our priorities, our greater, bigger dreams. So both sides of the equation is there. But certainly the intention today, as I launch this podcast with all of you who've graciously agreed to just jump in and join at the last minute, is so appreciated. And so I'll begin by introducing my guests. And I'm going to ask you actually to share a little bit about yourself. Again, as I said, it's the innocent genius. What I'm really looking for is to let the moment unfold. No planning, no agenda, no 
this makes sense and this doesn't make sense, but it's really about being natural, easy, oneself, relaxed, and at peace. And so I'll begin with Edith. Hi, Edith. Um, you'll unmute yourself and please share with me a little bit about yourself. I know that you're in Holland and just tell us really what's going on for you? How are you with COVID? And what brings you here? And, and share something for a couple of moments, please. Well, thank you for having me on this podcast. It's really uh, an honor. Um, yes, and especially on this auspicious day with so many new in intentions uh, that we have uh, all focused on together. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, so my name is Edith. Jeanan uh, and I'm from the Netherlands and yes I am working as a psychologist since yeah. uh, about since uh, 2008 mm -hmm. uh, 12 years and uh, yeah I'm also uh, a happiness teacher for the art of living and yes I am actually just back from Bangalore I was uh, there for uh, my planning was to be there from January till March, but then my flight got cancelled and I stayed there for another three months. So if uh, which, I can ask you a question, um, what is currently your struggle that you're going through? Um, well, at this moment, um, I guess landing, really landing back in the Netherlands because I was in India for a half year mm -hmm. and uh, I just started a new job again two weeks ago, but I still feel I, uh, I'm, I have to accommodate to this energy here in the Netherlands. It's totally different from that uh, I experienced in India for the past, uh, um, till June, six months. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, that. For me, it's really like um, grounding here again, landing, uh, feeling at home again here, uh, connecting back to family, friends, uh, and also getting back in the routine of like uh, a regular job, so to say. Um, yeah, so that is, yeah. Okay. That is, at this moment is my, uh, my uh, journey, yes. Okay, so good. Um, a little bit about you, Reshma. I see you're there with your mom also, and I do know that you're in Suriname. Just a little about who you are, what's meaningful to you, why you're in Suriname. Just to share a little, please. You'll have to unmute yourself. Yes, I'm Reshma and I live in the Netherlands, but now on kind of a family holiday in uh, Suriname. I came mostly to visit my dad, who is not well for the past, I think for the past 10 years now. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, now it's, uh, he's a bit more, um, you know, like worse. So my mom asked me, uh, told us to let us all come before, you know, things get uh, uh, even more worse. So, yeah, and it's good to be here. Um, and 
and my current struggle <laughs> is to leave um, uh, the past the past for like I've been struggling I'm struggling for two years now too but I must say it's getting better um, and with all uh, the help around me uh, and foremost you <laughs> so I'm very grateful for that thank you okay and mom we'd love to hear a little bit from you um, I'm, I'm Kamla I'm so happy uh, at this time uh, although that my husband is sick I'm so happy to have Rishma and Shanti here and my son is with me um, I feel so grateful for this moment, for this moment that I can talk to you and that I can my about myself. Uh, although that my husband is sick, I feel happy. I don't know why. I, I, I surrender everything to the Guru. And what will happen will happen. I'm, I feel so strong that I can say that uh, I don't feel angry or uh, pain, pain I feel that what will what everything is uh, happening defining time and when it will happen it will happen. I have my children I have the guru I have so many beautiful people around me I'm happy for everything and what will happen will happen I'm grateful for for everything thank you Okay, so just for the listeners, um, Reshma and Kamala are students of mine. Actually, Reshma took her course with me in Suriname many, many moons ago when I think she was practically a baby. I don't remember. I think she was about 19 years old, maybe. And I was traveling to Suriname teaching courses at that time. Her and her mother both were on my course. Um, and since then both of them have gone on to train with me and have become instructors um and they are really family you know as i said this was an impromptu gathering of people um to to see it to create a direction on the innocent genius and then i have marha Please introduce yourself. She is also in Holland, and I'll let you share before we get into a discussion. Hello, Rashri, and all of you. I'm so happy to be here. Actually, I am from the Netherlands, but at the moment I'm not in Holland. I'm in, I'm in Italy, <laughs> so I'm a bit uh, in, a, in another house uh, with my husband for holidays. We brought my son of 19, oh, 18 years old um, to a farmer here to pick grapes. He likes to have a year in between after his school. So yeah, it was quite uh, the first week uh, of our holidays. The, the first days of our holidays were more in the, in the light of that. And that was also a little bit of, well, not really struggle, but like, you know, when your mom and your son, your firstborn is going out of the house, you know, like a bird flying away from the from the nest <laughs> so it took me some time the last month to to yeah to to deal with all those feelings to, to I'm not a really attached mom but I can let him go but it's more like I really want him to be happy of course so, 
So yeah, but I think he's doing fine and we are enjoying here also, the seaside. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. And then yeah. I have here in the corner, um, Ale and his fiance, TC. Uh, again, Ale is also a student. Um, TC has not been a student, though she's now family, as Ale has been a son, a brother, a mentor in, in all kinds of different ways. So welcome. Thank you both for jumping in at the last minute. And again, it's the innocent genius. So I'm not even sure where we're headed and where we're going to end up. But really, what I'm discovering and realizing that some of the most important things in life is about connecting, you know, connecting with oneself, connecting with each other. And we're so hesitant, we're so reluctant to really share what is going on within our life because we have this conditioning. Reshma mentioned earlier this idea of letting go of the past. We don't realize it. From the time we're seven, eight years old, we're fully developed. You know, we've been fully conditioned to know, right? And from the time we're two, we are in a chase to have to know something. We don't like to make decisions. We don't like to move in a direction without knowing where we're headed. Wouldn't you say? It's, it's how it is. We don't want to move in that direction. And so what is happening is we're operating from what we once thought was new, what we once thought was fresh, creative, innovative, and now it's become the same fixed response to everything. There's no creativity, there's no innovation, it's not a fresh outlook, it's not a new perception, it's not a new decision even. You know, we have heard many times this idea of a rose by any other name would still be a rose, but what do we do? We give it the label that is fixed in our head. No, that's a rose. It's not a jasmine. We are fixed. We are operating with labels and, and so on and so forth. So the real idea and what I really want to explore here together is, number one, the first thing that I said is connection. Connection with ourselves, connection with each other, because if we really truly connect to what's happening in the moment, then we move from the knowingness to the unknown, from the sense to the no sense, you know? And that is where true innovation, true creativity, true connection happens. So again, having said that, um, Ale, Kithi, I invite you to just briefly share and introduce yourselves. Okay. I'm, I'm Ali, I live here in Brazil. Um, we just bought a piece of barren land and we are trying to, to create paradise here. And my current struggle is to, um, to letting go of the control inside of me that wants to do things in a certain way. And in the last few months, I've been beaten in many ways because you cannot, uh, like that, that's not happening. And, and that's bringing out a lot of stiffness and hardness inside of me and that's my main thing I don't know Chis. yeah so we are here in the mountains of close to Sao Paulo 
and it's the first house that we bought and we're building it like the way we want and the way we can uh, and at the same time i feel sometimes uh, you said you were talking about connection right so i i felt sometimes that we, i was going through a lot and today uh, in the morning i just had like a couple of video chats with a couple of friends of mine and i was telling them all the struggles but i was telling them as a joke you know and and it felt so weird because at the point that i would experience that oh my god there are so many things to do oh my god we have to build this and then a couple of wild i don't know ate up our things that we planted and then so many things that happened and I was at the point I was so irritated all the time and now I was thinking like it was a joke you know so I was thinking about that when you said about connection right like when we connect and when we share things they kind of have a different weight you know like a different vibe because you can tell them in another way and it's sometimes the thing that was hard it's a joke and we can laugh about it so that was something that i just realized when you're talking about that it's it's so it's interesting what you just said you know of course ups and downs is part of life right everybody has an up everybody has a down our moods are as you said ale you know just wanting to fix everything and control everything and want it a certain way right it's all part of life but the thing is, if you notice, number one, something that Sri Sri, you know, you guys mentioned the guru, he talks about is when we complain and we're unconscious, that thing gets deeper in us. You know, he, he often talks about this idea of sitting down, scheduling, like we schedule everything else from nine o'clock to 9.15 every day. I sit with my family and my friends and we complain. If you consciously complain, then it's lighter, it's easier, it doesn't go deep in you and we don't spread this crazy negative vibe, right? We don't pollute the environment, we don't pollute our own house and we don't pollute another person's mind who might not be feeling so negative or who might not be feeling so frustrated, right? So that's the first thing. If we're gonna talk about the innocent genius, what, are, what we're really talking about is the ability to become conscious, you know, the ability to become present and alert. And to see what you just said is, as I was talking, you realize like, oh, well, okay, so what's the big deal? The sky's not going to fall down. How long am I going get to get stuck holding on to it? And the truth is, Ale, the more control we want, the less control we have. Yes, the more control we want, the less control we have. And one of the reasons we sometimes want control is because there's this pressure to achieve, to accomplish in a timely manner, right? With limited resources, we feel like we're wasting resources, especially in business, which is what you're talking about. You bought this big piece of land in the middle of COVID. I do recall that you basically signed off on it sometime in April when we were in lockdown and since then and you're creating a retreat slash spa for people you've already built a yurt a a round beautiful cabin that can hold i don't know three to four people and so on 
but I can guess that under these circumstances, you're being pushed against the pressure of time, of resources. I also know you had COVID, right? Two weeks or, or something ago, you re I remember you sending me a text saying, I feel like there's a house on my chest as you're trying to breathe. And what I'm suggesting, what I would like to point out to you is no matter what you're looking at, you're looking at a limited set of experiences, beliefs, ideas, approaches. It's a narrow, constricted state of mind from which you are trying to create something new, right? And again and again, what you need to do is remind yourself that I somehow have gone through life, it has served me, I've grown from the surfer dude to this guy who owns a business in Sao Paulo, a retreat and, and a meeting center in Sao Paulo to this spa and retreat center outside, two hours outside of Sao Paulo. And things are coming my way and they come my way when I'm willing to jump out of the box of the known into the box of the unknown. And it's easy for us to forget. And I think the same thing applies in a way to Reshma. She's saying, right, for two years, I'm struggling to let go of something, to let go of the past. And the past, yes, we know it's dead and gone. Yes, we know it's not our future. But something that we have to remember and we forget is the more we give energy to something that is over, the more we will carry it into our tomorrow into our future. The vibe goes with us and the perceived reality, which in fact is not a reality at all, will also carry with us. And if you look at Kamla, Kamla's in a certain way looking at her future, the passing of your husband. That's a big thing. But her statement is, but I'm grateful. I've somehow come to terms somehow come to acceptance with that. And I'm grateful that my family, my children are with me and I'm letting the rest go. We don't like this word surrender as you will, or this idea of letting go. It's a very tough word for us to swallow, but really you have to let go of what you once knew in order to tap into something new, the real genius within yourself within each of us. And the thing is that we count on our perception more than anything else, you know? And we don't realize that what we perceived is a lie that has been fed to us by parents and media and society and culture and how something should be and should not be. What we perceive is nothing more than a label that we've repeated again and again and again within ourselves and latched onto it. I have two more guests. I have Irena. So please, um, Irena, I know from New York from many years ago, but tell me where you are now. Hi, everyone. And um, it's wonderful to communicate in this way. Um, yes, I am living in Holland and in The Hague, 
And um, this actually has turned out to be the longest country I've ever lived in. And I came here for a year. And so um, today I'm right now thinking about my connections with Rashri. We've known each other. I actually remember the very first time I met you and it was when you just came back from India and it was also the second time that I saw um, Guruji and you were very cheeky and you were asking these questions and it was just wonderful. And then I remember Marha and we, we um, when I just came to Holland, so she's one of the very first people. Also, um, I remember Reshma and I remember Kamala and it's, it's, we, I remember we had a wonderful conversation. So, um, I'm, you know, uh, born in Bosnia. I, um, I'm Serbian Jewish. I lived in London. I lived in the US. I lived in Germany. So I feel like I'm kind of rootless. And sometimes this is something that worries me. And I kind of feel um, I'm very introvert. So I want to kind of um, hide things. But then I also realize that I just also am very open and joyful. And that um, these connections are always there. For example, Rashri, we see each other not that often, but I, it doesn't matter, or Marha, or Reshma. I mean, what I'm kind of taking away from this is, first of all, innocent genius, the idea of that. I love it because a genius doesn't know that they're a genius. They, we we have this label and so sometimes i'm sure somebody who's a genius would have a problem because of my label and i don't know what to do with them you could, know if, if i could stop you for a second sure the, the idea of genius you see first of all that word immediately releases meaning and definition yes in our head and we think of genius as someone who knows it all. And actually, the reality is genius is one who would actually say, I don't know. <laughs> they operate from a beginner's mind. That is what allows one to tap into geniusness. When you come from the unknown, when you come from that life and whatever it is that I'm looking into is so huge, so vast, then you have gone into innocence. It is only when we open the door to innocence, the unknown, the, the idea of a beginner's perception or pure perception, do we have the possibility to tap into genius. So that's the first thing we have to recognize that we all come with so many ideas, dreams, and definitions of what should and should not be, and we measure everything up against that. You know, this idea of an alchemist or a self-actualized being or an enlightened master or a being or a seer or a sage is one by definition 
who looks at life from another perspective, one that is normally not made. They look under what the senses measure. You know? We generally end up measuring life based on what we see, touch, and feel. But the basis of life is much more than that, whether that's love or care or connection or creativity or innovation or freedom or joy or happiness. Any of these things that we want in life has nothing to do with genius as in know-it-all, information, ideas, concepts. Actually, it's the other way around, you know? Um, so I, I know I have to wrap up, but I do want to introduce Pramod. Um, Pramod, please share a little bit about you. I think he sort of falls into the category of Ale with me. Um, friend, brother, mentor, I call him the it guy because he's the guy who helps me out with technology. So Pramod, go ahead. Um, so I'm here in Houston. I'm actually here with Sushmita, <laughs> that's my, I'm her husband, by the way. I wouldn't say she's my wife. <laughs> um, so to begin with, you know, this, uh, I'll just share, since this idea is about connection and, and sharing, I'm generally the kind of person who doesn't like to share in the group. So I'm not very expressive. And uh, there are probably underlying reasons where maybe I don't want to be judged or I, maybe I want people to have a certain perception about me. Right? So, but as far as back, I can think like when I, when I think about myself back even in school, like in, in uh, say high school, I used to be a very introverted and, and shy kind of a person where I didn't really interact with that many kids. Uh, but at the same time, the desire is there. Oh, you know, I also want to be like that. Like when I see somebody who is outgoing or, you know, engaging and all that, that thought comes, oh, it'd be nice to be like that. Right? So, I don't know why I'm sharing that, but it's not exactly like it's the struggle in the moment, but I guess that's a constant thing that's there. And um, the struggle for me could, or maybe that is probably a, a struggle in an ongoing basis is, is to, is, is, yeah, one of the struggles I could say. But, so can I just ask you a question? Um, Obviously, you know, nobody likes to be quote exposed or, or I'll just use your word. I don't like to share and I can understand that's an individual choice. Some do, some don't. But what is it that stops you from sharing and what just made you do it? Because notice what's happening. As I said, it's impromptu. This is in the moment. You didn't even know. I didn't know what was going to happen. You came on just because, well, you love me, I suppose, and, and I asked. And then you shared, and how does that make you feel? And you shared in front of, you know, 10 people now. So what is that doing for you? How do you feel? Absolutely, like I've, in this moment, once I've shared it, there is a feeling of lightness and this thing about connection, it's like just feel light and like, oh, okay, it's, it's okay. Like being, how would you say, 
a sense of ease. Mm. Sense of ease. Right? I think that's that's the word I would use to describe. And I've experienced it, but when it comes to the moment, like as an example, even when we are sitting in a in a work environment, right, and people are introducing themselves around the table, like just your name, what you do, and things like that. And by the time it comes to me, I can see my heart pounding, and I say it, like you know, and I express it okay, it's it's all good, but till that time, I feel like oh, now it's my turn. Right? <laughs> 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 but, but, some people actually are rehearsing. Most people, in fact, are rehearsing in their head what they're going to say when they get, get to that place. So, but go ahead, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, finish, you said, but. But just like I did now, you know, once I've spoken and I wasn't actually good for me, I wasn't rehearsing at this time, at least, you know, when I was asked, okay, you share about yourself. I just, in the moment, whatever came to me, I shared. And once I do that, even in the work environment, it feels oh, well, it's not a big deal. It wasn't such a big thing, right? But uh, so let me give a tip. Okay, let me give a tip for that, right? This idea of what to say when, okay, whether it's in a meeting, oh my God, it's going to be my turn, or someone asks for sharing, you want to share but you don't know. What we normally do is we try to get it right and fixed in our head. And when we get it right. Even when we get it perfectly during the sharing, right, or, or giving an opinion or input, what have we actually done? You've given what you already know. Nothing new comes out. But the trick is, what I have learned over the years, right, I've traveled to 35 countries. I don't know how many people, how many hundreds and thousands of courses and lectures and trainings and so on that have taken place. What it did is it forced me and put me in a situation to just start talking. If you really want to access your genius, your inner genius, the trick is just start talking and eventually what happens is you hit on that fresh, clear crystal water, the untapped reservoir of your being, of your nature, of your genius, your innocence. And it only comes because you start talking. Those of you who are here, you know how many times, oh, today they want you to talk on whatever, some topic you know, science and meditation. And then I will say, I don't know anything about science, but you start talking and what happens is you hit upon the truth. This is one of the biggest tips I can give to people. Don't trust, assume and start talking. You know, um, I'm going to call on your wife to come in and share just a little bit from the background. Please. Hello. Uh, like Ramon said, the other half of this equation. <laughs> And um, talking about connection, I, I work from home. I have been for many, many years. And what I've realized through this whole COVID situation is I never missed the office environment because I was traveling a lot. So even though I work from home eight hours a day, every month or every couple of weeks, I would go, I would meet people. And that has really been missing this year. So. I, I really feel that 
work feels like work and not something that that's it's more exciting so I'm kind of waiting for when I, I I don't like the getting on the plane and being on a plane for 10 hours but I like the going and meeting people part of it and I'm really missing that a lot did you use your time to create something new for yourself while you've been home so I've been doing a lot of painting I've been doing a lot of cooking and binge watching a bunch of stuff binge watching okay 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 um so again um it's just almost time for me to wrap up yeah i, I want to thank you all for being here but i want a few sort of clear takeaways okay for everyone to really register um our normal habit when we are in a place to either share socially or at the office or in a board meeting is to use the words inside our head to figure it out before we actually start to express. And as a result, what happens is we either land on what we already knew or we push away, in fact, some of the deeper layers of knowingness that you might have related to that situation. So what I suggest, just start talking. And it's easy enough to begin with, you know, that's interesting. I was thinking about what I want to say, but I realized I don't necessarily know. And to your point, Reshma, or to your point, Marha, I can imagine how difficult it is as children are leaving. And yes, it, it makes sense that, you know, you're not the attached mom, yet it's a new beginning for you. It's a new life. It's a new direction. What are you planning to do with your time, your effort, your energy, your resources? And looking into that unknown, depending on who the person is, can be unnerving. Uncertainty is something we avoid, but actually success, personal and professional success lies in leaning into the uncertainty, leaning into the unknown, right? So tip number one is action. Just start doing talking, sharing, moving, and the best thing will pile in your direction. You know? Number two, we've been talking about connection, and this perhaps is one of the bigger tips for us to walk away with. To the degree we feel connected with ourselves, to that degree we'll connect with others. And sometimes it's difficult. We as Pramod said, don't want to look inward. At some level, we don't want to share. We like to keep our facade, our image going. You know, it's an image we've sold to ourselves and others, right? So just this recognition, connection in the end might be the thing we all want in life because imagine you have everything you want, but not love not connection, not someone to give love to and not someone that's giving love to you. Would you want that life? We forget in the rush, in the consumerism of go, 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 we forget our own humanity. And so I would want to remind our listeners out there, you know, make it a point. Do what you can to con connect back to your higher, greater self. That's your innocent genius. That's you, ultimately. The best, highest, 
part of you is when you connect with yourself. So join again. Okay, this is our first session, The Innocent Genius, unfolding before you as you've been listening. Please invite friends and family and the shape and the direction of this podcast will take place as each day, once a week, it unfolds. And every Monday, you can find me here. That's where you'll be listening. I'll have friends and family and sometimes strangers from the street joining and sometimes the so-called experts, the geniuses in a particular area. And always, as I do that, pushing the envelope for asking people to get real, to be authentic, to be sincere, to be genuine, to show up as themselves. Thank you, God bless, stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy.